Well, welcome to episode three of the Sponge Bus. Uh, um, it's me, Juan, um, and uh, as always, Monique the Bus. And today we have a very special guest, and we hope that she becomes a permanent member to our team here. Uh, but today we have Ms. Tish. <laughs> Ms. Tish. Um, so we're uh, we're. Um, we're on episode three. We are today's topic. We're going to talk about communication and how important that is, uh, not just for dealing with the pandemic that we're going through, but also in our in our everyday lives and and the people who we interact with. Uh, but before we get started on that, I want to talk about the big news that um, that came down on Thursday, this past Thursday, that the HISD is closing down for the rest of the year. Uh, that means all activities are ending or did have ended um and um and how does that look like i mean i mean from from here on out you know you're not going back to school and um and it's going to be very big important to see how you guys are going to react to that yeah uh like throughout calls this week you know most of the seniors uh when we communicated with them this week it seems as if they were, you know, they were pretty sad about it. But as I talked to the undergrads, they had hope in that it won't be like this this year, that they won't be doing social distancing and being able to, you know, not be able to go to school. So it's kind of feeling that, you know, a little hope and then we have a little sadness going on. And that's, that sadness is warranted, you know. You think about it, there, you know, you, before spring break happened, you, you went in with the idea that you still had eight more weeks, you know, to do your finish your senior year uh, on a good note. And, and it turns out now it's, we don't have that, that time anymore. And again, we, it goes back to what we talked about in the last two episodes where we talk about, um, you know, we thought we had the time yeah. and now we don't have the time. Yeah. And how do we move forward from that? Yeah. Yes, it's a scary place, especially in the, you know, just knowing the unknown, don't know what's, what's going to happen, how it's going to happen. It's, it's, I think it's a, uh, kids are in, in, in weird places right now, but at the same time, like I say, there's hope. There's hope. Um, that being said, there, there are tentative plans for not just HISD, um, I'm sure that a lot of the colleges also have their own plans moving forward and how that whole social distancing is going to look uh, in the immediate uh, summer and then moving forward. Uh, a lot of your classes are going to be online, um, and especially for those of you who are thinking about moving away, moving, uh, moving out of Houston for school. You know, those are things that you need to start being more aware of. Start checking your email, which we'll get into in a second. Yeah. Uh, because you no, know, that's how communication is being sent out right now. And 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 any time, uh, you know, one of the one of the, my biggest pet peeves is when people say, "Oh, I didn't know," nor no one told me. And that to me is, well, we're not we're not. That's no longer going to be a viable excuse to to not be aware of something. Yeah. Um, you shouldn't have to search for it. Yeah. It's there. You know, people are giving out the information, but you're not taking the time to go in and, and seek the information a lot of times. Uh, 
So communication is going to be a big deal in our everyday life. Yeah, I mean. and just we'll just dive right in into our uh, into our discussion on uh, how to be an effective communicator, um, why communication is important, and you know how do you incorporate these things into your everyday life. Yeah, let's let Tis give us a her taste on communication. Well, I, I have to say, uh, communication is a big deal for me because I thrive on it. And I struggle with people that don't communicate well or communicate with ulterior motives. Because I, I think when I'm interacting with people, I like people to be open and honest. I like them to tell me if they disagree, if they agree, if it's oppositional. I like all the emotions that go along with communication because I think true communication comes with true emotions. Mm -hmm. Bad communication comes with false emotions and hidden agendas. Mm. And so communication is big for me. I know where, where I'm from, we communicate a lot and our communication can be very harsh. Not that we mean anything by it, but in the Caribbean culturally, we speak very abrasive. So I think understanding that, I had to adjust my communication with people because Part of my communication is I speak with my hands. Mm -hmm. And I remember my first job I had, I had a staff member that was intimidated by me because they said I spoke with my hands. <laughs> and I remember they went to HR. They went to HR and they complained. Mm -hmm. And they said, well, she's always speaking with her hands. <laughs> and her eyes are so like, they, they, they get big and she closes them and they get big. And, and I'm like, oh my gosh, I never realized that part of my nonverbals in communicating mm -hmm is I'm very animated. So I had to, you know, when I heard that, yes, I was irked. I'm mm -hmm. like, are you kidding me? You couldn't think of anything else to complain about, but you complained about this? But about me moving my hands. My hands, exactly, <laughs> you know, and so. Which is funny, because I think the three of us. We all talk with our hands. Are Ex very emotive yeah. speakers. Yeah, right. most definitely. Right, very dramatic, and it's very theatrical, and it's not that, it's just who we are, it's part of our persona. But I understood with sitting down and speaking to her, and it was a teachable moment, because at that time she was like, oh my gosh, I never looked at it this way. Mm -hmm. And it was a cultural exchange, because of course, you know, she, was, she, she wasn't um, African American. Um, but I think for her, I had to say to her, you have to be open to people culturally. Mm -hmm. And just because someone does that, why would you immediately go negative Right. And say, that person makes me feel uncomfortable because they, you know, why don't you ask? Mm -hmm. Why don't you ask? I said, sometimes if I roll my eyes up to the ceiling, it's a thought process. Right. I do do that. I roll my, before I say anything, my eyes go up and I'm like, hmm, and I come back down. You know, so I've had to check myself in terms of communication, but I think, I think we're not honest as a society with what we need and what we want with communication. Mm -hmm. And also not honest, or we just don't know. You know, I think I think that's a struggle for all of us. You know, because I know for me, if I look down, it's not that I am breaking. Yes, I'm breaking eye contact, right? But like you said it was processing, mm -hmm. and so I process very, very. <laughs> I'm very expressive with my face, and so if I don't like something, it's gonna appear on my face. Mm -hmm. And it's like, and then there's like a total shift in the conversation because they're like, oh my God, you know, he's mad now. <laughs> what yes, do I yes. do? <laughs> it's like, um, 
And so I think on my end, I know I have to be able to, you know, I know my sourd, you know, she's my guardian a lot of times in, in meetings because, you know, she'll kind of nudge me and be like, hey, you know, hey, relax, you know. Um, but I, but I think, I think being able to communicate comes with experience. And because I, I know that I wasn't able to communicate this way when I was 20. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And I think being, lending ourselves to, to be effective communicators is, uh, is, a, is a process that we all have to go through. Right. And it, it, I think it's getting to a point, right, where everyone has to make a decision to stop being a little kid and stop being an older mm -hmm. person yeah. right mm -hmm. and that it comes with communication and it's like if you are honest about yeah. what you want yeah then you there's something left in the air either it happens or it doesn't and don't be upset yeah with the person receiving the information mm -hmm. just because you express yourself i think that's also mm -hmm. the other issues that you express yourself and people feel that that person has to understand well, they have to agree with you, you know, agree to disagree. I agree sure. to disagree with a lot of people, <laughs> yeah. and I love it because I don't want you agreeing with me. I yeah. want you to have your own opinion because your opinion comes with your experience yeah. and what you know. Yeah, and then I have a, a strong personality, so most of the time people, when I communicate, they most definitely think I'm mad. <laughs> uh, no, <laughs> no. But people have to know you to understand yeah. where you came from. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think, and I think that's, no. I, I think it was a thing with me because I, I, I kind of silenced myself mm -hmm. because I, I end up not being my true self worried about how people perceive my communication. But mm -hmm. what I learned even working with kids when they first go into the program, they were like, who is this crazy woman? It's that, truth. You're that, right. That's howling <laughs> and, and all up in my face and this. But four years later, and, you know, they, they see me as, oh, she's, you know, she's not so bad. You know, yeah, so absolutely. I think it's, we oh, have they, to they give look, people time. Yeah, and they look forward to the message. Right. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And I think, part, I, think one of the, I think one of the gifts that we all have is that we're able to, deliver the same message in different ways. Different ways. Yeah. I agree. Right? Mm -hmm. And we know that everybody's not going to receive our message. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And no. that's okay. Yeah, and that's okay. Because that might not be what you need at that yeah. moment. You yeah. may not need that at that moment, you know? Yeah. But you may need to just be spectator and listen to everybody else's because I know that's happened to me where I've played spectator and I've listened to other people's communication mm -hmm. and later on, maybe a month, a year later, what I listened to, I was able to draw from that conversation, that, experience. that mm -hmm. experience, their communication, and say, wow. And I was able to draw from that personal experience, even though I may not have communicated anything. Yeah. I think right now where we are in our world, um, a lot of things are going to change. Yeah. A lot of things in what we, how we know it. And I feel like at this point right now, we really have to work in a place of patience. Yeah. Because yeah. everyone's emotions are heightened for different reasons. And so it's like no judgment. This is like a no judgment playing field, yeah. you know, because I don't even know if people know what to feel, yeah. how to feel. Yeah. One minute we were in school. No, we're One not. minute we were in the office. Now we're not. Now, a couple months later, we're told everything is done. Mm -hmm. This is what we're moving towards. Yeah. So now everybody has been in this little isolation 
even though you may have had people around you, your day has been a lot of times with yourself. With yourself. And I think, and I think that's a scary place for some people. Yeah, yeah. And I think that's the adjustment. When I think about uh, our kids and how they like, you know, it's always has to be busy, things are moving around. Uh-huh. Yeah. And now you really have to deal with, like, I have to deal with Monique. I have to deal with you. Yeah, I have to deal with one. Yeah, yeah, everything that, you know, everything mm-hmm. is not good with Monique. <laughs> so, uh, the mm-hmm. bus. But, <laughs> but I got multiple personalities. <laughs> so, but, but at this time, I think it's a time to really find your true self. Because I think a lot of times people wake up with this phony person. You know, that they wake up in the morning and, you know, they put their makeup on their face. They get ready and they, and they leave all the true self at home. And they come with this, you know, this... The mask. Yeah, this mask that... Seems to sometimes just take over the real person. You know, and I think I think, and, and, I, and it's interesting that you brought up the, the idea of a mask, because I know of, uh, as uh, as Mexican American and male at that point at that uh, at that is that we have I have two personas, right? I have the one at work, yeah, and I have the one at home, yeah, right. Mm-hmm. And so it's a constant like this battle between the two dualities where it's like, okay, I know I can't say this kind of stuff, but I can say this stuff when I'm at work or whatever it is, right? And, it, 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 you know, it does become where, where we're, like, sitting down by ourselves and just staring off into the sky or whatever and and not being able to be around people. And because, you know, being around people, is, it's, it's, a, it's, a, it's almost like an easy place to run away to. Yes, you can Because like stimulation, right? Mm-hmm. It's a hiding spot. Yeah, you can and so these last few weeks were, you know, because, you, know, you know, at work I'm Juan, right? And at home I'm Beto. Mm-hmm. So, like, how do I reconcile those two people during this time? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, and then find your true self in the yeah. midst of it. Right. Because we, we, we really shouldn't have those two personalities. Mm-hmm. You know, um, I think that you might shave some stuff off, but the true you should be there. Yeah. You know, and I think that's what we're working on in this quiet time is that, like, finding out who we really are and who we really want to present ourselves to be. And, and that presents itself for really, for conversations that are true conversations. Right, I know the joke. That I know that the joke, the joke is around, coming around that you know there's going to be a huge amount of divorces because people can't handle each other. It's like no, it's behind that is that yes, there, there's going to be some really intense conversations and some true conversations, and then, then do we have them with ourselves or with our siblings or with our parents? Um, there's some lost relationships. Yeah. There's some lost relationships. And now you can't hide from, now you can't run away and hide. Now you're forced to be there. With the person. <laughs> all day, every day. Yeah. And I think that's, that's the tough part. Because when you think about our kids, they're away from their parents at least 10 hours a day. Mm-hmm. Uh, For it, six days. Yeah. For six days. Yeah. Especially our kids with six days. Mm-hmm. So they have that time away. But when you go from... From not having, you know, having this space. Because some of our kids didn't really spend time with their parents until on Sundays. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, they Which have big... short period. Yeah, they're getting out of school from yeah. 7 o'clock, you know, all this stuff. And now it's like, 
I got all this time to spending with somebody I don't even know. Yep. Mm-hmm. And it's my parent. Which is scary. Yeah. And that's where it's important to be to respond to things, you know. I know for me, when when I get left on red, you made the you alluded to earlier, right? That you didn't respond to me, right? I start thinking like the craziest things possible. It's like, oh, did I, you know, oh my God, this person hates me. Oh, I need to, you know, they, I, I go through these like 10 steps of anxiety. So you start at anxiety. the worst thing yeah. and then you build yourself down. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah. And so, and for me, you know, uh, and I know those aren't true, but it's, it's uh, for me, I, I do get panicky in that state because, you know, uh, for me, I know as a person, like, validation means a lot to me yeah. and to respond to me is to validate me yeah. and the moment that i don't get responded to oh i start like you know and then when you think that you know because i'm generation you know you know communicate you talk on the phone you, you know mm-hmm. you talk in person and even though our kids supposed to be you know tech savvy they don't respond <laughs> Well, how does that feel? So at that point, how does it feel to be left on red, right? It, I, I mean, for you, if, you get a, if you, you're texting someone and you see that they read it, and, and here we are an hour later, mm-hmm. still hasn't responded. Mm-hmm. Like, what, 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 like, what is your first reaction to that? It's like, well, I'm not going to mess with this fool anymore. <laughs> or, uh, or are you saying, I really don't count? Yeah. I'm not important enough for you to, to respond. To respond. See, and I see it differently. Because some people I respond to immediately and some people I don't respond to immediately. Mm-hmm. And it's not because what I'm reading, it's because sometimes I have so much stuff in my head at one time that I'm looking at that, just like I'm looking at the screen and what you have written on here. Mm-hmm. And I'm looking at it, but I'm processing something else that's next week, Mm-hmm. five hours from now so I see it's for me it's an acknowledgement okay I see it and I agree with what you're saying when someone when you when the person sees that you read it so I've been cognizant because I know people have apple phones when I see the person I'm like okay that person has an apple phone do they have an apple phone there? <laughs> I'm like like kind of like a schizophrenic so now so like, I pretend not wait, to wait, read wait. it do they have one I'm like oh let me not open that right yeah. there you know because because then they're going to come back. We're going yelling, back to the man. Yelling to me like, you didn't respond. Okay. You know, so I, I, I just think that. And I, I said that 10 hours ago. Thanks I, for Right. Responding. And I tell people this. I said, listen, if I didn't respond immediately, it's not that I didn't want to. I was just probably in, in two different thought processes. And there's some people, some people in some situations, or depends on the day or the time, I respond quickly. I'm, yeah, some people respond the same way. Yes, and those are the people you should be cautious of. Yeah, they, they, they respond the same way. You ask them any question, yeah. they respond the same way. And those are the people, because there's, there's no thought process. <laughs> like, what you said, I didn't even read that. I just said, okay. 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 What are you saying okay to? <laughs> Especially when there's a question. Yeah, is it, okay, there. I read it. Uh, okay, okay. <laughs> I'm going to do yeah. it. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, so you, have, you know, it's... Right now, we really have to be, to be patient uh, with people. Be patient, yeah. But but also, I think we have to. I think this calls for us to um, to improve on how we respond to people, right? Yes. Yeah. Well, because you say okay, okay to what? 
Right. Yeah. Like, I'll, I'll read your message. I, let me give me a minute. I'll respond to you. In a, you know, couple, give me some time. And I'll respond to it. Uh, you know, and I think we're also very selective as to who. Yeah. I know there's one person in my life right now that it, when she messages me, I'm messaging back. Yeah. Right. And so. Um, but but why are you messaging back? Whatever question she asks no, me, no, no, I'm no, answering. No, 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 no. no, no, no. no but it's why? A, it's you know, a, it's, obviously, obviously, well, it's someone that has a special place. But yeah. why are you messaging back? It has nothing to do with mm-hmm. you. Why are you messaging her back immediately? Because what? Because that translates to something. I'm sure, I mean, with it. but yeah, but also, I mean, yeah, because if I don't, you know, she might get mad about that. But but because it validates her, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. So you know how she feels. And that's part of communication yeah. that we have to know how the other person on the other end feels. Yeah, yeah. that's true. Because yeah. that's where we miss it, mm-hmm. that we yeah. don't know our audience. That's right. And we just totally miss it yeah. with that. So that's you true. respond quickly because you've recognized there have been some things she said or some things that she has done that lets you know, you left me I like you left that me she responded immediately. Oh, boy. Yeah. So <laughs> yeah. now you know that validates when you respond. Yeah. yeah. Most definitely. <laughs> and we all have that person, I think. Yeah. 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 yeah, I'm, uh, yeah. Or p- people. Um, yeah. Communication's deep. It's yeah, deep. It, it's, it, it's a place that can uh, uh, put you in. You can be putting in a very bad position if you don't communicate well. Mm-hmm. Because people can, you leave, when you don't communicate well, you leave people to assume a whole lot of stuff. Yeah. And so they assume, and most of the time they're going to assume the negative. They'll never say that you're too busy mm-hmm. or that you was doing something else or your baby was sick. Or you was at hospital. It was just you didn't. You didn't do it because you don't care. But you don't care, right? But people get upset when you assume stuff like that. Yeah. I had a situation like that recently. People get upset when when you call them and say, "Well, okay." When you call them on the behavior, I noticed you stopped doing this. So because I noticed you stopped and you were consistent with this, and and I remember the person saying, "Well, no." Why would you automatically go there? But I'm like saying, but you were consistent. Your consistency is off now. So obviously that equals to there's something wrong. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So also our behaviors, our nonverbals translate into communication. Our patterns are a part of communication. Yeah, yeah. What we're not saying, I think we've all heard that, mm-hmm. right? Is what you're not saying. That's right. It's what you're not saying. And I think we have to be better at saying what we're not saying. Not saying. Yeah. Exactly. Right. Yeah. But a lot of times people don't uh, really tell their true feelings. We go back to people putting on masks. Mm-hmm. You know, if I'm, if, if I'm upset, I should be able to mm-hmm. let you know that I'm upset and, mm-hmm. and be, be all right. And you should be all right, right. me telling you. Mm-hmm. I, you know, I don't, I don't like that. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I, I keep on thinking about our relationship, uh, yours and mine. You know, because that, that first phase of Juan being at Upward Bound, you know, I was, I was a jerk. Mm-hmm. I would listen to you. I wouldn't, you know, <laughs> you know, there was, it was always like combative. It was almost kind of like a combative state where um, we just, we would, ne- we would never come to an accord on anything. Yeah. And and then once once you told me to shut up and listen, right, <laughs> <laughs> right. Once I you know once that happened, when when we had that thing, I find it a lot easier to be like, hey, you know what? 
sorry for saying that or I apologize for, for doing this. And it might take a minute and it might yeah. take an hour, but you know, the idea that I'm still able to go to you and say, Hey, look, listen, I didn't mean what I'd said, or this is what I meant, mm-hmm. you know, and, and, and being able to get your feedback, you know, I think has helped our relationship. Yeah. definitely. But I, but I think the key goes both ways because at the same time I had to be patient and let mm-hmm. you have it to give you the time to, Evolve to, to, into to evolve that. into that. Yeah. It wasn't that, you know, because this one that you did this, uh, they were like year five. <laughs> yeah, yeah. By the right. time you got it. Yeah. So it took it took me five years to constantly, because you, sometimes you have to be able to be the one to to just take it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. See, we don't, we don't want to take anything. Yeah. You know, but sometimes you have to take it for the betterment of another person. Right. Because the whole idea was not that I wanted to correct you or this, that. I just wanted you to be a better person. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, and so being patient with you going over year after year, taking it, maybe sometimes I had to, you know, get, you know, ugly. But mm-hmm. at the same time, we, it never got to the point where I said, I ain't fooling with him no more. <laughs> I wanted to say something else. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, but I, it never got to that point. Yeah. And now we can we can see that. We have, we have more of an open relationship mm-hmm. when it comes to communication. See, and part of that process, the beauty of that, and you all didn't state say it, but I'm going to say it, is you have to be willing. Yeah. Because yeah. if you're not willing, the communication is not going to flow, the relationship is not going to be better. You have to be willing to say it, you have to be willing to receive it, you have to be willing to hear it. Yeah. And then you also got to watch out who has your ear. Yes. Mm-hmm. Because other people can make this situation that we had, if somebody was in your ear going against what I say or what the process was going on, we never would have made it to this point. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and I think one of the things that I'm most grateful for throughout the whole process was, um, you know, I, I, when I first started, I, I came in with the idea that I was going to save the world. Did you really? By myself. In this, yeah. in this, in this. What I mean, yeah. yeah. What, I, what I mean by that is like, like all my kids are going to go to you, you know, to Harvard or whatever it is, you know, yeah. whatever, whatever the school was at the time. And 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 it's a, and, I, and and the thing is because I was I came in as I would I, I would probably say that I was probably more arrogant than I should have been. Um, maybe with a chip on my shoulder for some odd reason. Um, but the whole idea was that, you know, with this whole process, you know, like I had to rely on Miss Howard a lot to where, you know, you shaped me in a way where I'm like, where I, I had to step back and just kind of look and then discern, like, hey, look, this is a lot of others, so there's a lot of other moving parts. It's not just academics. And we've said it from, you know, you know we've said it. For years now, or, or yes, up or down is academic, in the, uh, on paper. But we know in order for us to be effective for you, we have to go outside of the academics as well. It has to be a holistic approach. Yeah, you got you got to touch every every aspect of life with with them. And I think that uh, it took a lot for us to get to this place. Mm-hmm. But like she said, it, we had, we was willing to change. Yeah. And that's the biggest, when you're talking about being arrogant, arrogant people don't like change. They don't. 
They just want to tell you what you're doing wrong. Yeah. Maybe that's why it took me five years. Maybe that's why it took me five years. You know what? Like, you're, you're absolutely right. I hear you. Yeah. I, I probably do do that sometimes. I hear you. You know, they, yeah, they will never admit. Yeah. It, it's always what the other person is doing. And, and that's why, again, with, with what we're going through right now, we're communicating differently. Mm-hmm. Even, even for our students, as they sit, if they watch the news and they see how our leaders are communicating, yeah. they have to be able to understand that that person is there. Yes, they have this position of leadership, but they too have some issues in their communication. Right. They yeah. too have a lot of growth they have to... Yeah doing their life just because they're sitting there doesn't mean that they're perfect yeah yeah that's true you know that might be the position just for them to knock them down a few a few notches so there's so much there's so much stuff i think now we have the technology but i feel like right now there's so much stuff externally coming at us mm-hmm. on top of the technology with communicating and keeping up with all our devices and, every, and all the messages and putting out all the messages there's so much but we have to we really have to stay grounded. I know for me during this process, I've stayed grounded because I've just pulled back a little bit and I've just been listening and observing. Yeah. Because for me, I'm, I'm an emotional basket case. So <laughs> I, I need to know that people will, will send me over the deep end very quickly, you mm-hmm. know, and they have the ability to do that because I will let them. Yeah. So I yeah. have to sit back and, and understand what my role is in certain relationships too. If it's to just listen, that's all I'm going to do. If it's a question someone's asking me, then I'm going to respond. Any other thoughts I have about the situation, judgment, I quickly wipe that out because I don't know the whole story. Yeah. And recently it's happened to me where there's things that has happened like in my extended family and people caught feelings about something and the revelation came later that that's not what it was about. Mm-hmm. You know, so... We also have to be the voice for people. I think Monique said that. Yeah. I'm sorry, the bus said that. We have to be, uh, I have to get used to y'all's names here, yeah. um, that we have to be able to redirect people. Yeah. And I hope our young people, because we have a lot of great personalities, we have playful personalities, we have a lot of personalities that are very strong, and we have some fragile personalities. Yeah. And I hope that when we get back to the fall, you know, and even as we go through this process with them, that they will be able to also pull each other out of stuff. That's mm. not what that means, and not encourage things. Yeah. Because that's what this is, is teaching us, to not encourage things, you know? Um, and that's important, because it's so easy for us to have so many missed opportunities. Look at all the people that had people that died. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Missed opportunities. So if they wanted to say, I'm sorry for yelling at you yesterday, or I'm sorry when you were telling me you didn't feel good and I didn't Mm want to listen, you know, miss opportunities. When you watch these people talk about they didn't get to go into the hospital, they dropped the person off, they parked, they ran, and they're like, no, you can't come in. Yeah. Could you imagine the the flood of emotions they felt? Like they probably stood there like... And so I, I really feel like this life we're living right, 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 right now, seconds, minutes, hours, we have to, we have to be purposeful about everything we do. Yeah. yeah. Purposeful, like purposeful, purposely do it. I agree. Purposely, because, and not do purposely do wrong. Because <laughs> it's easy, kind. right, because it's easy for yeah. us to purposely do wrong, yeah. but purposely 
do things. And I think our young people will find even in their lives when they're purposely thinking about what their life is going to look like and not complain because I think we're in a much better position than we think. Yeah. We just have to switch our thinking and it has to be automatic and we have to do it day by day because what we're walking into is going to be very different. Mm -hmm. And I think that's a, and I think that's a big thing when you consider like the way we, because when we go back, Mm -hmm. nothing's going to be the same. It's not. And so we can't bring in the ways we did things to this new way of doing things. And assume, even if yeah. it looks the same. Yeah. You could because you can easily be deceived, right? Yeah. It could mm-hmm. look the same. Right. But because, it may not be. Because my, my thing is that each one of us are gonna go back to work and we're gonna look the same. Yeah. But we're not. But we're not. All I see me I see myself different. I don't even feel the same. A- every day mm-hmm. is 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 a change. I'm evolving. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like uh it's like I'm the things that I. Uh, what I'm finding out is the things that I uh, have been working toward. That in this quiet time, when everything so slowed down, I could see it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It was like, oh, all we had to do was be off. <laughs> you had you no know, distractions. No, I mean it was like, and then you could see. You know, the people that would help you, the, the things potential. That, the pe- you know, so right, that's why when I'm talking to the kids, like one of the, one of the things that they were really um, concerned about is not being able to see their friends anymore. You know, people who they really, you know, when we look at up about, even though people were friends, but they weren't really nice to mm-hmm. each other. Mm-hmm. You know, and so in this process of sitting back and saying, you know, I really treated you, even as a girlfriend and boyfriend. Mm-hmm. You know, I can't see you now. Mm-hmm. But when I was seeing you, I didn't treat you right. That's you right, now. yeah. Mm-hmm. I, didn't, I didn't treat you right, so now I have the opportunity to say, okay, hopefully whenever I get a chance, because now it's a hunger. You know, when you can mm-hmm. see you, when you can see him, you're going to come back hungry. And there's right. an absence. It's a yeah. big absence. Yeah. 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 It's, it's and, amazing. And I hope with that that, you know, our, our students make good decisions. Yeah. yeah. And when I say make good decisions, because with that absence, people tend to revert, try to revert back to what was comfortable. And if someone was not treating you well or not communicating with you well, or you were not making good decisions for yourself, that you're not placing yourself back into this place. You know, I, again, every- It should be a restart. It should be a restart. And it should be a restart about who, who do you want to be? Yeah, your purpose. Yeah, what, what parts of you do you want to be better? Yeah. And it's not going to be overnight. This yeah. thing we're doing here <laughs> is not overnight. Everybody has to, it's trial and error, trial and error until we get it right. You know, yeah. and, I, and we just have to be easy on us. Because yeah. this, a, this is a whole learning curve. Yeah. But also be easy on us mm-hmm. and easy on, on, on others. On right? others, that's yeah? right. Especially yeah. like, uh, like our mom and our dads, our mm-hmm. parents, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, you're seeing them every day. You're probably sick of them, right? Mm-hmm. Telling you to do the chores or whatever mm-hmm. it is, you know? And I think as teenagers, we like conflict, right? 
no, I don't, you know, we'll, we'll respond back or whatever it is. And it's like, we have to approach it as if that's, that's not the proper response or that's not the best response to, to, to have. Mm -hmm. It's like, yes, you know what? I'll take care of it right now. You know, Mm -hmm. or, or, or kind of think like right now, uh, as kids and looking at their parents, do you really think about the stress? Yeah, I was just going to say what uh, they're going through, what they're feeling. Uh, you know, some of our parents lost their jobs. Right. Some of our kids got to go to to uh, go get food from other places mm-hmm. that they don't have to pay for. Mm-hmm. There's a pride set off in there. So it's a lot that our parents might be on edge a little bit. So we have to kind of just put yourself in that situation. I might be stressful because I got to make sure all of you are okay. I got to make sure that you're not sick. Mm-hmm. I got to, you know, all our kids understand that they want to go to school, but they do understand why they're not going to school. Mm-hmm. Because their life depends on it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, that black and brown are the highest number of people that are dying, mm-hmm. that they are documenting so far. Mm-hmm. We haven't even thought about the numbers that they're not even telling us. Mm-hmm. Because don't believe the numbers. They're much higher than what mm-hmm. they're showing. Mm-hmm. I think, um, I think with this whole process and looking at the lines of people that were in line for food, it, it tells you a lot about never underestimate where you are today. Because yeah. today you could be here and tomorrow you could be somewhere else. Yeah. And that humility and being humble and how we respond to our parents, how we respond, you know, being kind to people because that kindness goes a long way. Could you imagine how many people were in that line that weren't kind to people three yeah. weeks ago? Yeah. Back in January, that were not nice to people that were in those lines getting food now. But, but, but I also check this out. The less, the people that make the less money are the central workers, mm-hmm. which are mostly our parents. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Working in restaurants, working mm-hmm. in bars, construction, bins, construction, mm-hmm. all this totality. Mm-hmm. But they are, you know, that's how funny God is sometimes. Mm-hmm. That he, when he says that he'll make the high, like it seems as if the president is the most important person in the world, but now it's. The, it's, it, a, it, it's, it's the, the cleaning crew. It's the people that you would that you look at and say. store people that everybody's mm-hmm. praising and saying thank you so much for being there. Restock but the you, shelves. But you never said you never said thank you when you was getting your food. Well, you didn't put something back where you found it when you decided you didn't <laughs> want it, right? <laughs> That's the truth. Well, I don't know. Right? I used to work in the grocery industry, and I I, I always. Uh, I'm I always put, it back. put stuff back. I put it back. I always put I'm it back. I'm not going to make that other guy come in and like, Because oh, it could have been the last thing yeah, and here's somebody. But it's like me it. being in the restaurant business. I'm going to tip. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Tipping is, you yeah. know, part. If I have to get a smaller meal mm-hmm. to be able to give somebody mm-hmm. something, it's, yeah. you know, my, my, my grandparents uh, uh, worked at a washeteer. Yeah. And I remember one time that, because uh, I would have, I would have this Hispanic lady wash my clothes, and I would give her money, you know, 
and they weren't doing that at the time where you watched four and watch. Mm. But I would kick her, I would give her money, and I went in one day, and like it was the beauty shop, I mean, it was the nail shop, all this, and these people owned all of it. And I went in, and the lady said that she couldn't, they told her that she couldn't wash my clothes anymore. Mm. And I went to the cleaners where I got my, where I did my cleaning. I went to the nail shop and I got my nail, the Mexican restaurant, that all these people, and I talked to them. I say, my, 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 my ancestors, this is how they made a living. This is how they bought their house, by folding and washing clothes. Essential workers. Essential. Those are the places, the people that we are depending on mm-hmm. that, that don't make $100,000 a to year. To keep America going. And making it to great. keep America going. <laughs> <laughs> it's amazing. It's, it's amazing. amazing. I had that flipped. Yeah. You know, the very, the, I, I, I do, uh, I work at, a, uh, I do some uh, cleaning. I clean buildings. Mm-hmm. And it's at an oil company. Mm-hmm. And I have never seen so many sad people in my life. Mm-hmm. Just yesterday, got to, I paid $1,900 a month for my mother's insurance because she doesn't have insurance. Insurance. And he's on furlough for two weeks with no pay. Mm. And you know, those are the times and those are the times like again, and it comes back down to the whole idea of like and we'll we'll be talking about managing and preparing and planning yeah. in the next up in the next couple of episodes, but you know, you start seeing that some people just they weren't paying attention to the signs. Yeah. No. And I think we're all guilty of it at we some are. point. You yeah. know. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that's that's a good thing what I said about who you have in your ear, who you're listening to. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Because you can be listening to a person that's really trying to bring you down and still mm-hmm. encourage you up. Yep. Mm-hmm. And just so that moving forward, I mean, in reality it comes down to this, look if you're gonna listen, be an active listener. Just don't be ah, oh, yeah, 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 okay, okay, mm-hmm. right? It's like be clear and be intentional. And you, I think Miss Tish, you said purposeful. Mm-hmm. Be pur- purposeful with your communication because the last thing you want is to be mad over something you thought you heard <laughs> or that you read into something. Be mad. Be mad because someone told you something someone directly. Really told it to yeah, you. yeah, yeah. 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 You know? Not on, th- not on things that you you projected onto yeah. that. Onto and because a lot of I think when we do that, we're really talking about ourselves. Yeah. Yeah. That's right. Right. Yeah. That's right. When we're like, oh, she's mad at me because I, you know, because I'm lazy or whatever. It's like, mm-hmm. well, no one said you're lazy. You're saying you're lazy. Mm-hmm. You know. Yeah. And so, I think at that point we have to be receptive to that. It, it, it's kind of that truth serum. Yeah. You know, you, you go to a point, you know, it's like, uh, I, I can, I can be an athlete and being a person that played sports with a lot of boys, um, my perception was that I wasn't attractive. But it wasn't that they didn't think I was attractive. It was me. You yeah. had to change your thing. Mm-hmm. It was me all along when I thought it was them, but it was really me. And so, uh, and I think a lot of kids, you know, go, go through, through that. that. I agree. Yeah. Where a lot of things that they think people, people say, what people have said, yeah, that, that recorder, they, yeah, and they, and that's why I say the ear. Yeah. You know, you're a tomboy. You have, you know, all the stuff that you, the negative stuff that you hear, that tends to, it, it becomes part of you, 
and then you put a seal on and then you become fake and then you become who you are I, you know if mm -hmm. i would have took what people said about me i would not be a college grad yeah because i was the least likely right to get out of this neighborhood and you found people in another state that were accepting of you That's because right. of not because of skill but because of who you were Ooh. first then, then your, your skills, skills. see right. so it, it, our lives has a way of shifting where we yeah. get planted with people who teach us a lot about what we need to like about mm -hmm. ourselves yeah, too. absolutely yeah, yeah. You know, so it's yeah, it's amazing. It's amazing. There's so much that's gonna come out of this. I just am, am, am hoping for our students that we're ready to walk into their new. Yeah. And I'm ready to walk into my new, and that even our interactions when we get back in the fall, that it's going to be different. Yeah. Yeah. And, and I think we're very loving, but I think it's going to intensify. It is. Yeah. 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 It's going to intensify. Yeah. You know, I think I think back to like in my lifetime there's been like like two big events that changed everyday life, right? Now three. The first one was right out of high school, my senior year, we had the Columbine shootings. Okay. So that changed everything for mm -hmm. us. Our our last our final semester, like the last two months of yeah, because I, I think yesterday was the day that it marks whatever anniversary, oh, anniversary. it is. Yeah. Um, wow. And so that the whole last month changed it for, every, for everything. It was never the same. In high school, school has never been the same since then. Yeah. And then it was 9-11. I remember my first, my first airplane ride, my family took me to the gate. And that was back before 9-11. Before and then now, you, they got to drop you off in the, <laughs> drop you off in the front. Yeah. The, you know, all those movies you see where the the families are there and saying goodbye to them at the window and mm -hmm. all that, those days are no longer going to be here. Mm -hmm. You know, and then and this is another day where another spot where it's like, man, everything is going to change. Everything. And, it, and, it, and, and it's I rapidly think, too. Yeah. And I think the change is coming about relationship. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Relationship is going to be the key to this change. How you deal with relationships yeah. is going to be a key to how how we flow into this new, this new norm, because relationships is big. Yeah. I, and I, I hope, my prayer is that, that we are working on building better relationships with people. Agree. Ms. Tish, any final words on our, on our communication topic? I, I, I wanna wrap up and say thank you guys for um, inviting me, I appreciate it. Thank you for being here. And uh, to, all of our babies out there, and I call you babies because you are babies still to me. Um, I want you all to just sit, you know, do a self-inventory of yourself, what you need to improve on, what you don't know, because there's a lot we don't know that we need to know going into our new season. Mm -hmm. And be loving to yourself. And if there are mistakes you made, forgive yourself. Forgiveness is the biggest part of growth. Mm -hmm. Forgive yourself. If you need to ask people for forgiveness, handle that. Mm -hmm. All of these things are connected to who you're going to become, whether it's in your career, as you go on to uh, college, all of these things are interconnected. And if you don't learn these skill sets, it's a, it's a great advantage now. You, you all get to learn this now before you hit your early 20s. Yeah, for real. Because you, I mean, imagine who you all are going to be in your 20s. You're going to be awesome human beings. Not that you're not awesome now, but oh my gosh, nobody will. Yeah. I mean, you all will be walking on water. To be able to get you through know? this. Yeah. yeah, so 
really spend time with you. And, mm -hmm. and, and yes, it's okay, things have changed, and you're mourning. So you're kind of having like a funeral service for your old life. Bury it, it was great, we had fun, we have memories of it, and let's walk into the new. Yeah, and let's plan on having new memories. New memories, that's absolutely. Uh, thank you guys for joining us for episode three. Um, uh, stay tuned uh, for the next episode. Miss Howard, any last words? Peace out. All right, thank you guys. <laughs> Bye.